Hey, welcome to Matter on the Mind. This is Kevin Howard, your host. And today's topic is the enemy within. I'm just talking about um, how we make choices, how we, in our choices, whether they're good or bad, we blame somebody else if they're bad, or what we just sit on what is good and just take the accolades and say, hey, I did this. And we thank God for it and whatnot, but this show is just really about us taking responsibility for the decisions we make because the onus is on us. Nobody else can uh, make us do anything. The old adage is, as a man thinketh, so is he. So whatever we're thinking, whatever we believe in, whatever we are passionate and emotional about the inside of us, if we do it, it comes out, it's manifested in our lives. So whatever we manifest, it comes from us. And, and so, you know, we like to blame the devil for every bad thing or if something happened, if we have some sort of loss in our lives, we want to ask why did God let this happen? And unfortunately, uh, everything that happens to us is because of us. But I also make an exception for the children when you, you hear it what I'm talking in this episode of the podcast. Listen, thank you for listening. Again, this is Kevin Thomas from Matter of the Mind. Hey, listen, when you hear this and if you have questions or if you want to disagree with me, just shoot me an email and say, hey, Kevin, I disagree with you. Uh, you can shoot, hit me up at uh, matterundermindpodcast at gmail.com. All right? I, I love all you guys and I truly do. I truly do care. And, and I just, this is just something that I'm passionate about. All right. God bless you. Listen to it. Talk to yourself. Bye. Hey, welcome to the podcast. This is Kevin Thomas with Matter Under Mind. And I just want to talk to you today about the enemy within We as people, we have this uh, tendency to blame people, blame other people, find someone to blame when we are not as successful or as happy with our lives, or when we do something wrong, whether we do something wrong criminally, whether we do something wrong just at a job, whether we lose our job, or whether we're not working in the best situations, uh, maybe we don't make enough money. School, things like that. So today, I just want to touch on the enemy within. So often we blame God or the devil for everything that goes wrong in our lives. And when we do something great, we feel good, and we just just feel good and say, "I did that." Oh yeah, we might say, "Thank God, I I praise God," or whatever, whatever. But. But when something goes wrong, you know, you blame God. You know, when the weather is bad, it's catastrophic. Oh, God is angry at the world. Or God did this. Or, 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 or if there's a, uh, a death or a loss in our life, why, why did God allow this to happen? You know, people say, well, you know, God uh, needed one more angel in heaven and called him home. All those kind of things, you know. But, <clears throat> excuse me, today, I just want to 
talk about this enemy within and, and, and we and how we have to learn that nothing happens to us that we didn't have been. Again, I'll say it again. Nothing happens to us that we didn't have a hand in. But let me say this. Let me clear this one thing up. Because I know people are going to talk about this or say something about this. When it comes to children, when it comes to babies, the babies' lives are the responsibility of their parents. When parents make bad decisions and things happen to their children, whether they're molested, hurt, sexually abused, that is on the parents for making bad decisions. Not the child. I'm not saying that a child or how did that child well if everything comes out of you and you make your own decisions and you cause it how did this child cause that no the child doesn't cause that they don't know they're still a child they're still learning they don't have these idiosyncrasies that, that adults have that young children know when you know you know but a two-year-old, a three-year-old, a four-year-old, five-year-old, they are just getting hurt. Now, we understand kids know, but when they get an age and they know how to tell you no, they know how to lie. They do that, and they know they did it. But, but see, all these things, you, you, you have to use common sense, man. But we're talking about when you get to that age where you know, and, and you sit there and you make a decision. See, destiny is not left up to chance. It's a matter of choice. God in this word, if you're a Christian or those are everybody, because all of these things are in all of these religions. It's about choice. God said, I set before you life and death, blessing and cursing. I will that you choose life. But if you don't choose life, then you choose the curse. And so everything is based on what you choose. You choose it. You know, even if you make not a choice for a certain thing, you still make a choice. And when you don't make the choice, your subconscious makes it for you based on the information that you allow to go in there, based on your eye gate, your ear gate, all the stuff you listen to, all the things you believe, all the idiosyncrasies you learn from your parents and, and school and the world and television. If you don't make a choice, it makes the choice for you. But yet, it's still your choice because you can dictate what goes inside of you. Hey, listen, I'll be right back. We're going to talk more about this uh, in just a moment. No matter of fact, let's just stay here. Let's just stay here. Listen, I, I want to share scripture with you in Isaiah. It's uh, Isaiah chapter, I believe it's what chapter is 45 I believe yeah Isaiah chapter 45 listen to this verse it says get to this right right I I just want to show you what's going on it says oh I gotta find it but I just had it up here set Let me say, hold on for a minute. You gotta hold on for a minute. Look, Isaiah 45. We're talking about. Alright, here we go. 45 and 7. 
It says, I form the light and create darkness. I make peace and create evil. I, the Lord, do all these things. Now, when you, when you see, hear that, I, the Lord, do all these things, this is God telling you and talking to you because the Bible is about us. It's, it's about us. He, he, when he, he, he created man and he blew himself into man and we became a living being, a living God in this earth suit. And so now we have a right to make choices. Now in our choices, whether it's in our thought life or speaking life or our imagination, you know, we have a choice. We can imagine evil and we can imagine good. We can think evil and we can think good. We can speak evil or we can speak good. But it's your choice. You have to make that choice. And remember, as a man thinketh, so is he. God is nowhere in, in, in that when it comes to your life. He don't take your life. He gave you life. And your life is eternal. You were in him when he created the world. And so, as a man thinketh, so is he. What are you thinking? What do you believe in? What are you emotional about? See, the whole Bible, this whole thing that 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 took place in the Bible, Jesus came down here, God came down here in the form of man, in the, in, in the name of in, in, in the form of man, his name was Jesus. He came down here to show his children, us, how to live as sons and daughters of God same power that's why Jesus said he said the things that I do ye shall do also but greater why greater because you got longer on the earth to learn more to remember who you are you came in this earth from God through God knowing you picked your family you picked your birthplace you picked all this stuff and you just forgot you did it and you came down here that's why you have deja vu's. That's why you, you can see, oh man, I've seen that before I had a deja vu. The deja vu is just simply seeing what God was doing while you was in here and you saw it. And now you're back here and you're here living it in reality. But you still have that same power to create your world. But you won't do it. Most folks don't want to read. Most folks don't want to think. Most people really don't even think for themselves. We have to learn how to sit back, sit quiet, meditate, talk to us, ask ourselves questions. What is going on? Why is my life screwed up? Who, uh, who has uh, uh, messed up my life or confused my mind? And, and we, we won't read, we won't study. We won't get the information needed in order to make our lives better. We won't make the right choices. And and, and the real issue is that, and, and the real truth about it is we know what's right. We know what to do. Because we'll sit there and do something wrong and then later on we say, I know I should have did the right thing. I know I'm wrong. But we won't tell other people you're wrong. You want to ask other people to forgive you? 
we'll just go ahead and be wrong. But today I'm not trying to make people feel guilty about anything because it's not it's not right or wrong. It really is no right or wrong. It's just choice. You have a right to choose. That's what that's what God said in Deuteronomy. He said, I set before you life and death, blessing and cursing. You choose. You choose. But he did say, I will that you choose the blessing and life but you have a right to choose whether or not to be evil or to be good to have a good life a blessed life or a cursed life you make the choice I make the choice what my life is right now I cannot blame anyone but you and what your life is you can't blame anyone but you no matter what. I wrote a book called The Zoe Life. Uh, my grandmother had a stroke and I got a phone call one night by my older sister and she told me, hey, grandma had a stroke. And I said, okay, that's fine. I sat back because I was I, I, I praying. And, and I just was in the spirit. And I got off the phone with her. And I started talking in the spirit to my grandmother because she was in the hospital she was not responsive she was not responding but I was speaking to her in the spirit now whether you believe that's possible or not that's up to you but I know it's true I know it's possible and I told her you're going to wake up and I told her your life is not going to be the same again you're going to get up and you're going to start doing things that you ordinarily would not do. And she got better. And when she got better, she did something she I've never seen her do. She called all her daughters and she paid for them to go to Florida. And they went to Florida with her and my grandfather. Now this is when they were in their 90s. My grandfather was just a few years short of 100. And they went to Florida to the, uh, I guess it's the thing with TBN that, uh, the Holy Land in, in Florida, TBN, they went there. And they all went. But, but, but then I wrote that book, and I wrote that book, and I was just telling them about various different things and saying different things to her. Now, she was a devout Christian. She was a 50-year, 60-year Bible uh, uh, teacher and Sunday school teacher, devout Christian. So I wasn't telling her anything she didn't know, but I was just reminding her that death and life is in the power of the tongue. You make the choice to, to die, when you die, how you die, where you die. Paul did the same thing when he told him, you know, when he was talking about, well, you know, I can go right now, but it's it's not a good benefit for me to go, so I stay a little longer. So he stayed, and then later on he said, I fought the good fight of faith. I finished my course. And he gave up the ghost. He left. And he, you know, he, he died. You know, they did what they did to him. But he was ready to go, regardless to how he went. 
He had died several times already, but it wasn't his time. And he knew it and he got back up. Unfortunately, we 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 don't we don't hear that. We forget that. Many people don't preach about the fact that death and life is in the power of the tongue. The Bible says, Jesus said, you have what you say. With your words you'll be justified. By your words you'll be justified. By your words you'll be condemned. Listen to these things that the, that it says. It doesn't say anything about God is going to do this to you or do that to you. It's always you have to believe. You have to make a choice. If you, you must. It's all. It's the onus is on you and I. We have to believe. We have to trust. We have to think on good things, good thoughts, things that are pure, things that are right. We have to uh, renew our minds. We have to commit ourselves. We have to do all these things. We have to study to show ourselves approved. God is not anywhere in that. It's you. What God does, he's giving you the material. He's giving you the tools. But if you don't pick up the tools and use them, you can't build anything. And God has given you the tool to build your life, for you to have, be, and do anything you want. But you have to believe it. You have to trust it. He taught you how to pray. When you pray, believe that you have what you're asking for before you have it. See it. See it. Have it. Feel it. Act like you have it. Feel the feeling, the emotion that you would have if you had it your prayer. And then you'll have it. He said, no good thing will I withhold from you, from them that walk uprightly before me. So, so what is he saying? He said, I won't hold nothing from you. But what he's telling you, you have to walk uprightly. You have to walk in the purity of who you are. Who are you? You are a son and a daughter of God who have the ability to create their world. And when you walk in the reality of who you are, there is nothing that will be withheld from you. But when you don't, when you doubt, when you fear, see these, those opposite emotions, Emotions is in this, feeling is in this, but you got to believe that you receive and you shall have. But those feelings of, yes, I believe, the emotional, I got this, I am that I am. He said, let the weak say that they are strong and see it and believe it. As far as you can see and believe and have is yours. See, here's the deal. What the Bible is dealing with and what life is, is simply this. God has given you everything pertaining to life and godliness. Everything. There is nothing you need pray to God for. You don't have to pray to God and ask him for nothing. Because he ain't going to give you nothing. Why? I said that with attitude, didn't I? I meant it. But he ain't going to give you nothing. Why? Because he's already given you everything. I've given you everything pertaining to life and godliness. He's given you everything. Everything. All you have to do is appropriate it. 
And not only has he given you everything, he's also given you the ability and he's told you how to appropriate it. He said, believe that you receive and you are happy. Prayer is about seeing, envisioning that which you desire and you're happy. Why do you think he said, my people perish? Because they have no vision. Without vision, my people perish. You don't have no vision. You can't see that desire you want. You can't see having it. Because there's so many things in your mind that you let in your mind to bring negativity and doubt. And you let people do that to you. You're searching outside yourself. It's not outside of you. It's on the inside of you. Listen, this is matter of the mind, and I know I've been talking a long time, but I'm just feeling this today. Because, you know, even people who know a lot about this stuff, they have some down days. Everybody do. I know I do. I'm not going to tell you nothing that, that, that I have not experienced. I've seen manifestations happen in my life. Why? Because I created them. I created them. Now, why do I give God praise? Why do I thank God? I thank God because he's given me the wisdom and the knowledge to understand that I have the power to do it. The greater works. I can do them. But then sometimes I let things get in my way to distract me. Distraction is a forfeit of the good that you expect in your reality. But when you don't allow distraction to happen, you can make your reality your dreams. Now, I don't know whether your dreams are nightmares or those sweet dreams. Because I try to have sweet dreams and I try to make them come by believing that I have it. Listen, let me say this. If you don't purposely use your ability to think, this is what God said, let this mind be in you that was also in Christ Jesus. Remember, he didn't think himself any higher or anything over God, but yet he He humbled himself and said, I believe that I am. Because when when Philip asked him, show us the Father. Jesus told him, if you've seen me, you've seen the Father. What was Jesus saying? Jesus was simply saying this. You always try to, to put yourself low. only one person on earth and that person is the Christ the spirit of God and that spirit is in every last one of us but what happens is we get into this world and we we begin to be in competition and we don't have to be 
because there's more than enough power to go around. And the power is knowledge. And he who has the knowledge has the power. And see, most people don't want to talk about this because you begin to tell them things and they see their ignorance and say they don't want to believe it. I just want to stick with what I know. I'm going to go to my church and, and I'm going to learn this, I'm going to learn that, I'm going to pray, I'm going to ask God for this, I'm going to ask God for that, and I'm just going to believe. I'm going to put it in God's hands. Well, you go ahead and put it in God's hands. Because they're just going to fall on the ground. Because God is not doing it for you. God is not doing it for me. He has given you the power to He said, I set before you life and death, blessing and cursing. You choose what you want. He said, study to show yourself approved, a workman who is of God, rightly dividing the word of truth, so that you can show yourself approved. You got to show yourself approved. He said he would approve you. You approve yourself by studying God's word and doing it. And not for other people, but for yourself. He said, Beloved, I wish above all things that you would prosper and be in health, even as your soul prosper. He didn't say he was going to prosper your soul. He just said he wished you was healthy. Then he says, Commit your body a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God. And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. Why? Think. Think. Think on, think on good things. Renew your mind. Renew your mind. Think. Because the question is, you got to ask yourself, am, is my life really where I want it? Am I getting the things that I want? You know, when I was in school, people would tell me, study hard. Get A's and B's. You have a good life. And we choose, some of us chose not to study hard. And we can blame our parents. My parents, my mom and daddy would have pushed me to study or pushed me to go to college. I would have been better. I could have been had a little bit more life. No, 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 no. You chose not to study. The opportunity was there. Your mother and father gave you the opportunity to go to school. You were going to school. You were going to school. They were taking you there. You didn't get there and you didn't learn nothing. That's on you. That's the same thing what God said. I set before your life and death, blessing and cursing. You choose. Mom and dad said, I put you in school. I sent you to school. You get you choose whether or not you're gonna learn something. You choose. We must understand. Nobody's going to do it for you. Especially when you get a certain age. Especially if you're a man. Especially if you're a black man. Nobody's going to do it for you. Now there are people who will help you. There are people who will give you a chance and, and all these things. But you have to work. And work hard. You have to fight. You have to fight the good fight of faith. Stop fighting each other. He didn't tell you to fight each other. He told you to fight the good fight of faith. What is the good fight of faith? The good fight of faith is simply believing 
faith to do it, seeing what you want and believing you already have it by faith. And now you fight for it. You just hold on to it. Hold on to your confession of faith and you fight for what you want in life by holding on. Don't fight other people because other people can't stop you from getting anything unless you allow them to. You have to hold on to what you want and thank God and be grateful to God for giving you the ability to do it. And watch when you hold on to it and you say, I am rich. I am blessed. I am strong. I am whatever it is you want. And you watch the God of this world, the God of this, the God, the God of the universe, the intelligent, the, the, the infinite intelligent God, the creative God, he will send everything you need to do what you need. He'll send the right person to do it. Why? Because he sees that you see it. You feel it and you believe it. And you have it already. This is why he says, cast down every evil imagination that has sought itself against the knowledge of God. See, this is why I said the evil within is you. Because you, you start imagining evil stuff and you let that stuff keep lingering in your mind. No, do the, as soon as it comes, cast it down. Because it's trying to exalt itself against the God in you. Against the knowledge of God in you. What is the knowledge of God? That you can be, have, and do anything you want. Because you were made with the stuff that God created. You were made by God. You are God. You are God. But there's a duplexity about us. In other words, as Paul said in Romans, that that, that, that when I want to do good, evil is present. Then there's something evil. What, what, what is that something evil in you? That's something evil in you. It's the stuff you allow to get in you. Those, those that evil stuff you read, that evil, 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 evil person you hung out with and you let them tell you all this these lies and, and all these things that, that the world tells you lies about you. You're a black man, you're less than a human or you, you're ignorant. They're always telling you that every black person is susceptible to every kind of disease more than anybody else. All that kind of stuff. So you got all these black folks dying of diabetes, all these black folks, all this, because you're more susceptible. Why is that? I know a lot of people that I know that are non-black that got diabetes. Whole bunch of them. Listen, you have to be a thinker. You have to be a thinker. All of us. I don't care whether you're black, white, red. Yeah, I don't care what religion, what national origin, what 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 is your sexuality. I don't care what you are, or what you believe you are, what you want to be, and all that kind of stuff. I love everybody, all y'all. I want you to be the best that you can be. But in order to be the best that you can be, you got to have knowledge about who you are, and you are powerful. You are strong. You are a creator. You can create your world. You just have to believe it. You have to see it. You have to feel the emotion behind it. 
and you can have it. And it's not easy. I'm not going to sit here and tell you it's easy. But you can do it. This was a little bit too long. This is not undermining. I've been on here too long. It's been 30 minutes. But I just had a lot to say. I, I want you all to be the best that you can be. And some of this stuff may be controversial. You may not want to hear it, but it is what it is. Where is your life? Are you happy? I tell you a quick story. There was a guy whose father was wanted him to be a doctor. He went and he, he became a doctor. He was the best doctor he could be. I mean, he was bad. This boy was bad as a doctor. But he was very much unhappy. He, he resented his father. He was unhappy. And finally, after having all these accolades in, in the medical world, being this top physician and surgeon and all these great things, he put all that down because he came to himself and he decided to do what he wanted to do. And he did it. And he told his father. His father didn't like it, but he had to like it. He had to understand. But he had to do what he wanted to do. And he was so happy doing it. All I'm saying to all of us today, including myself, learn you. Sit down and, 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 and learn you. Write down who you are. Find out exactly who you are. No one can tell you that. Only you can do it. And let's get happy again. Let's get happy. That's why the Bible talks about being a child being like a child when you when, when you're happy as a child and that's that, that that feeling that you have and I know some children living in some miserable conditions and I'm happy and I, and I pray I envision and I see them living better lives and I'm praying and believing God for that as much as we can do, we can do something about it with money. Money is the greatest tool that has ever been made. If you've got the money, you can change. You can invoke change in this world. You can invoke change. Listen, this is matter of the mind. I've gone on long enough. I'll be back later on this month with some others information. I want to start having some guests on talking about various other things and how they're moving in their lives. But listen, I love you. God loves you. And I hope you love you. This is Matter Under Mind. I'll be back. Thanks for listening. If you listen, get a chance. Go to my website. Shoot me an email at matterundermindpodcast at gmail.com just, just, just show me an email. Let me know you listen. Subscribe wherever you listen to. Thanks, man. God bless. Hey, thank you for listening to the interview with me. This is Kevin Thomas. The matter under mine. I know that one was kind of long, but uh, it, it, again, it was something that I was passionate about, and. Uh, listen, uh, thank you for listening. 
and, and if you held out to the end, God bless you. Thank you. Uh, again, shoot me an email at uh, betterthanmindpodcast at gmail.com. And if you can, stop in at sunnynovelties.com, pick up a hat, t-shirt, hoodie, or even pick up my book, The Zoe Life. You can get it on Amazon. Uh, it's a Kindle, and it's digital only, so pick it up there. I appreciate it. Again, God bless you. Thank you for listening. And again, this is Matter of the Mind. Have a great day.